You're tuned to Once Upon a Fairy Tale. Welcome to episode 14 of Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. This is Disney Dwayne here, and this is a very special and personal episode to me uh, because Disney Infinity is no more. That's right, they've announced that the video game series Disney Infinity is officially going to close. And so I decided to record this episode without very much editing because I just wanted to be organic. So with the announcement of anything going away in general, there usually comes a lot of confusion. I found I was really shocked um, in disbelief at first and um, also trying to make sense of things while searching for what you know questions I wanted to ask also. And now I'm searching for answers. Um, and it was really great that the community came together on Twitter, you know, on Twitch, to try and figure things out and, and be there for each other. So that was really heartfelt and really heartwarming to see that a community actually has evolved and emerged from, from, from this platform of a game. So here's the official statement from John Blackburn, co-founder of Avalanche Software, which was bought over by Disney Interactive, and he currently serves as the studio vice president and general manager. I'm just going to read his statement. By now, you may have heard the news that we have made the difficult decision to discontinue production of Disney Infinity. From the beginning, Disney Infinity was built for you, our fans, and I wanted to take a moment to thank you not just for your support over the years, but for creating a community that made Disney Infinity more than just a game. Our goal for Disney Infinity was to bring the best of Disney storytelling to life in homes around the world, and with your support, we accomplished that. We hope you had as much fun playing the game as we had making it. So what's next for Disney Infinity? We have two final retail releases coming, including three new characters from Alice Through the Looking Glass later this month, and Finding Dory playset launching in June. And as we turn to the next chapter in our story, I want to thank everyone who helped bring Disney Infinity to life, particularly Disney's Glendale-based production and publishing teams, our external development partners, and of course the incredible Avalanche team for their tireless dedication to this project. But most of all, I want to thank, again, you, for making Disney Infinity a part of your lives, and for adding to the Disney legacy by being part of this community. And so that was a statement by John Blackburn. Now, I'm not sure if uh, the community is completely satisfied with that answer, and we'll explore some of those reasons in a bit. But to add to that statement, they said in an earnings call that Disney Infinity was not performing in terms of revenue. Now, this has been said as strange because Disney Infinity is actually the number one and most successful Toys to Life game in a market with other games like Skylanders and LEGO Dimensions but they still saw a downward trajectory and decided to cut their losses early. So they're now going to transition to a licensing model. Closing Avalanche Software has put 300 people out of work, and it was a decision the company did not make lightly. Disney Interactive will continue to make mobile games. Now, what was planned for the series is something we found out after this news. Ninja Theory was working on a Star Wars Rogue One playset to release this fall. Studio Gobo was working on a Moana playset. 12-inch figures were planned, including Buzz Lightyear, Elsa, Hulk, Hulkbuster, Jack Skellington, and Darth Vader. 
Priced at $45, they would have acted differently in-game, lit up, and have more detail. 2017 would have seen the release of Disney Infinity 4.0. Content would have been taken from properties such as Cars 3, Star Wars 8, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Coco, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Thor Ragnarok. They would have dropped the number scheme, perhaps just be called Disney Infinity, and there would finally be a toy box story mode where you could play an entire story with any character you'd wish. Hasbro is approached and perhaps even working on a deal to help design the figures. This makes me really, really sad to hear all this news and um, all the potential that this game still has. Now, speaking of feasibility, um, it's, it's still a puzzle why they don't want to keep this game. It's been discussed that they do save on IP costs, um, and also it's a great way to market their franchises, so I'm not sure what went wrong. Now, this is my own personal story about Disney Infinity and why it's so special to me. When I first saw that it was coming out, I thought it was this amazing other thing that Kingdom Hearts had. You know, another world where you could see all the Disney worlds come together. But even more than that, to be able to to create your own Disney world. So that was what was really, really special. And playing Disney Infinity 1, 2, and 3, it just, I just got sucked into it, you know, and, and to have all these characters come together in a, in a seamless environment, I mean, it's easy for it to look cheap because you're having all these different worlds, right, Marvel and Pixar and, and Disney all come together, but somehow it was, you know, they created their own look and style and, and it blended so well together, you know, and Disney Infinity even provided like the toy box is like Minecraft to a certain extent. With the figures, it was like Skylanders. With the Speedway game, it was like Mario Kart. And, you know, even some toy boxes had games like that tried to emulate Splatoon. So, really, it was something that had infinite possibilities. And that's something you can't just get everywhere or anywhere, especially with Disney. And all the videos they make on their YouTube channel to inspire creativity and to create the community and to challenge you with different toy boxes each time. You know, to, to sit up every night and plan and make these toy boxes. Not that I did that many, but, you know, to learn logic gates and to learn how programming works. You appreciate all these other games so much more and it's such a, a window into another world and to to be able to express your creativity any way you want it through these games and to have your friends play it it's just the most exciting thing that could happen for a person um, 864 people played my game I mean where else can you say that something like that happened to you know to someone and what's so special to me uh, being a Disney fan is that these games support the movies that are out there. Um, the the studios work so closely with Disney Infinity to, to make sure the characters are accurate, the storyline is accurate, the world is accurate, and th there's just so much passion involved. And to be able to play the game right after a movie is released is just, just you know, it takes it to a whole other dimension. It's not just that you watched a movie, but you could step into it. And, you know, there's nothing else that's gonna be like this anywhere else yeah and I get it when people say that 
you know, it feels like they've lost a family member almost. It's really hard to think that walking into a Disney store or being at the Disney parks or even being on a Disney cruise ship that, you know, you wouldn't see these stations anymore with Disney Infinity figures and be able to play the game because it really did create magic when you had to get a you know three to eleven year old to give you a oceaneers band so that you could tap it on your disney infinity base to unlock certain things or even your magic band um so for now i would just have to say it has left a legacy and um save your toy box games because you don't know when the servers are going down Uh, there's also a website uh, that has disney infinity music i'm not sure if there's a soundtrack out there but i doubt it Uh, I think music is something that reminds us very, very well of things that we miss. So music is a very good way to keep Disney Infinity in our hearts. And there's a website uh, that has many, many different MP3s and tracks that someone has uh, taken the time to download and compile and offer up to us on his website. So I'll put that link in the podcast notes, which you can find at www.facebook.com slash onceuponafairytaletime. Just look out for Podcast 14. There's also a petition that you can sign, though I think uh, there's only a very, very small glimmer of hope in there. But nonetheless, do sign it. Again, you can find that link in the podcast notes. And I want to wrap up with a soundbite from Lauren, also known as Mighty Jitus, who is a uh, toy box maker for Disney Infinity and much respected and much loved. And here's what she has to say. Sometimes the bean counters win. And uh, our beans that we put into it aren't as important to them as the beans that they could keep instead of the beans they might lose. And I hope to see you guys on the next time, whenever it is. I love you all so much. And we love you too, Lauren. I'm sure you know that. A platform that has created a community. Both are so closely tied, they almost cannot exist without the other. So yes, there are things in life that come together, and something unique, precious, and special comes out of it. But that's life, right? Change is constant and everything is temporary, so make the most of it. I would say don't despair too much. Keep your doors open and look forward to more unique experiences ahead. This is Disney Dwayne for Once Upon a Fairy Tale, the podcast. Until the next podcast, take care.